you are Locked On Timberwolves, your daily Minnesota Timberwolves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello, Colt Molesky here, back again with more Timberwolves content. Your Timberwolves host, representing the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure that you are subscribing to the podcast. You can find us basically everywhere that you find your podcast, including now Himalaya, a great podcast app that you can find in your app store that will direct you to not only – you can not only subscribe to podcasts, but it'll help you find new podcasts. It's a great little device that you should go check out and subscribe to, to Lockdown Wolves while you're there. So go check that out. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the Memphis Grizzlies. And like I said earlier this week, I was really excited about this matchup. I know that there is March Madness going on, that there is all these tournament games. I love March Madness as much as the next guy. I love basketball. I love college basketball. I love watching each and every one of these games. But I think that you should take time to watch this Grizzlies game because there are two things, well, two reasons and we'll get into uh, the matchup that I was talking about earlier in the week. But first, the, the first reason is, even though the Timberwolves, it's in their interest to lose, the heart wants what the heart wants. You're a fan. You still want to see your team win. And over the next couple of games here, they had that loss to the, to the Charlotte Hornets. I was going to say Kemba Walker for a second. There really was a loss to Kemba Walker. But they, they lost to the Charlotte Hornets. And they are going to play a Clippers team that wants to keep winning, that's super motivated to win. Uh, They're going to play a lot of playoff teams that are uh, jostling and fighting and contending for different seeds and contending uh, to, to get ready for the playoffs, to stay hot for the playoffs, to get in the right spot. And so you are not going to find a lot of teams left on this schedule that are going to be as unmotivated maybe as this Timberwolves squad is to uh, to make that push at the end of the season here because they're not in the playoff push. I mean, they're not officially eliminated until the, I believe it's the Thunder game, but is when they're going to be officially eliminated if they keep losing. But, but hey, they're they're out of the playoffs. They're, you know what I know, they're out of the playoffs. Come on. So, with that in mind, playing against this Grizzlies team is... One of the is going to be one of the more highlight marks in the the remaining schedule for the Timberwolves. If you're a Timberwolves fan, you're probably looking forward to this game, the Thunder game, and then just watching Carl Anthony Towns in general. They're kind of the highlights going forward here because they're going to be playing a lot of tough opponents. There's going to be injuries that they still have to contend with, and they're they're probably not going to win too many games heading out for the rest of the season. Right now, even though you're on the road, you're playing a 29-42 Memphis Grizzlies team. Timberwolves are 32 and 40 right now. This is probably going to this is probably going to be their best shot at a victory. And again, while it's maybe not in their best interest, you still if you're a fan, you still want to see the team win. And so that's what's going to make this team very or this game very very interesting. And I want to get into some of the matchups. Now, I mentioned going into going into this game that, or going into this week that this Joakim Noah and Valanciunas matchup against Towns is going to just be 
riveting. It is going to be fantastic. Before we jump into that, I wanted to give everybody a quick, a quick little lie. Uh, quick little injury report and then we'll probably get to break some sponsors then we'll get into the Joakim Noah Valanchunas matchup versus Carl Anthony Towns so quickly uh, this is is all recent as of today I'm getting this off of ESPN and we have Taj Gibson day to day for a calf Luol Deng he is out for an Achilles against the Grizzlies on Saturday so tomorrow and Teague has been ruled out for the reindeer of 2018-19 and then you have Rose. He's out as well. He's going to miss the remainder of the season after an MRI revealed chip fracture and loose bo- body in his elbow. Loose body. Uh, is that the chips? I loose body. Does that mean he's he's getting jiggy with it? He's all I, I loose body. That's weird. I guess that means the chips in his shoulder or elbow. Excuse me, huh? That's I, that's a weird way to to put that. Interesting. Uh, Covington has been ruled out for the remainder of the season as well. So that's your up-to-date injury report on the Timberwolves. Obviously, this is going to impact just the remainder of their games with depth. And I'll close out the podcast talking about that, but we'll give you, give you that'll, that'll, that'll be that's a nice little tease to that backcourt stuff that we'll talk about later on. But what I really wanted to get into is what we'll talk about right after this. Colt Molesky here. And we are talking about the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, I know that if I'm saying I'm getting excited about Joakim Noah and Valanchunas, Jonas Valanchunas, you're probably saying I don't have enough going on in my personal life, and that's why I'm getting excited about this. But listen to this. Valanchunas has been on the Memphis Grizzlies for 13 games this season. In the last 10 games... He has averaged 18.8 points, shot 55.9% from the field, and roped in 8.4 rebounds. Those are all up from his season average. And then you have Noah, who, like I said, he's shaking and baking. He's throwing kisses from the free throw line. He's the he's he's bringing the swagger back to everybody with man buns and and full beards. And he has 10.2 points, 54.9% shooting from the field. And eight rebounds exactly on the nose, plus one block per game in the last 10 games. These guys have been a force to be reckoned with. And you can tell the impact that running everything through these big guys has has had on the the Grizzlies. If you're looking at their last 10 games as a team, they are 6-4 and four over the last 10. And for a team that is literally dead last in points per game, they are now 12th over the last 10 games with 112.7 points per game, shooting close to 50% from the field as a team. This team has been winning games. They've been scoring oodles of points. Huge jump. They are scoring over 10 points per game more than their season average over the last 10 games. That's huge. Now, throwing those stats out at you, maybe you're wondering why you should be excited for this game. This was supposed to be the one that maybe the Timberwolves could win, and this team is playing really well, and they're at home. But you have Towns coming in here, and he himself loves playing against Valanchunas. If you're looking at his first couple of years, he was averaging over 23 points and 8 and 12 rebounds in a couple meetings against Toronto with Valanchunas on there in his first and second year, respectively. 
Now, last year was a bit of an exception to that rule, but the general majority of Towns' games against Toronto, against Valanciunas, he has absolutely loved playing against this man. And he has loved going up against Valanciunas. He's had some really awesome career dunks against Valanciunas. And this is going to set up, with Towns playing the way he has been playing, this is going to set up for a great matchup. Because now, if you're not going into the history books and you're just looking at Towns, obviously, we all know, everybody's been talking about the last couple of months, really... 2019 has been very good for Towns. 2019 has been awesome. But if we're going to put this in the parameters of how these guys are playing over the last 10 games and just put all as equal, you have Towns. He's averaging 29.1 points per game, shooting 54% from the field, 50% from three, 84% from the charity strike, 12.4 rebounds per game, 3.9 assists, 1.2 blocks over the last nine games over the last nine jeez dear lord have mercy and so you have kind of a situation maybe it's being a little generous when you're playing the grizzlies but it's almost one of those immovable objects and stoppable forces where you have this team that's being propelled by this fantastic play from their big men and from their front court uh, more in general and then you have the timberwolves they're depleted they have a ton of injuries. They're not going to get any help from really much of their backcourt. I, I know that Wiggins is in their backcourt in the last couple of games. He's had a couple nice outings. But still, I'm not going to start depending on Wiggins now at this point in the season to be consistent. So you're basically depending on Towns and this uh, what he can do in the front court because now you don't even have guys like Taj Gibson to offer support. So you have Towns because Sarge is not yeah, – he – He's been shooting pretty well. He's had some rough nights out. He's probably not getting enough shots. And so you have Towns, and then you have this front court of the Grizzlies, and you have this team that has been playing really hot and been playing really well, and they are clashing. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be really fun. And I know it seems weird in 2019 to be talking about a clash of the bigs and be talking about how exciting that's going to be, but these are not... The when you have Towns, he's not just a it's not a throwback big. He's a guy who can play inside outside. We all know that. He's going to make these Memphis Grizzlies adjust and play all over the place. He's probably gonna get Jaron Jackson to try he's probably gonna get switches to get Jaron Jackson on him. And Jaron Jackson has had a big foul problem this year. Get some fouls from the three free three point line. The on Towns, get him to the charity strike where he's shooting so well. This is going to be a massive game for Towns. And I can easily see him as long as so here's the one here's the one the one little hitch that I can see in this game is that there is a chance that Towns starts banging around and starts going head to head with Valanciunas and Jokic. Or not <laughs> Jokic, Jerky Noah. And there may, there is that in the back of your head. Ah, please don't get into foul trouble. Please don't get into foul trouble. But if he can stave off fouls, if he can stave off fouls, he should easily drop uh, over 15 rebounds and over 30 points in this one. Easily, easily, because they're going to feed him. Towns should have 25 shots in this game. Who else is going to do it for him? I mean, who else is going to do it for him? Really? I'll wait. I'll wait. 
You're going to depend on Jones for your scoring? Wiggins? Sarge? I'll wait. Who's, who are they going to depend on? Have Towns shoot, 20, have, have Towns shoot 30 times. He could. He can easily get over 30 points. He can easily get a ton of boards. He's going to be playing like a monster. And he's really the only reason that the Timberwolves will be in this game. Or the only reason that they will even have a chance of winning. So this is going to be a monster game for Towns. And he's going to go up against the best parts of what is making this Grizzlies game, this Grizzlies team good right now. And so that's going to be a really awesome game. I encourage you guys to tune in for it on Saturday. We're going to take another break, and I'm going to talk about some of those backcourt problems. Colt Molesky here, talking about the Timberwolves, talking about the great matchups in this Grizzlies game. And we covered a little bit, and it kind of fed into why I think Town, why specifically Towns, especially against this Grizzlies team. There's a couple reasons just leading up why just out, out of his control stuff like injuries like matchups, why this should be a really big night for him. But the other thing, too, is that if you're looking at this Timberwolves team just going forward, and this is a really great argument for if you want Towns to be on that all-NBA team and just give him a ton of shots. If he's going to play, just play him. If he's going to be out there, just let him go crazy. If you're looking at this team... And how dependent they were. If you're looking at this team and you're being honest with yourself, they they were not crazy set up for injuries, especially in their backcourt. I know that they have they seem to have depth there, but they once Jeff T went out and Tyus didn't really take over. Uh, you could tell that any scoring that they were going to get had to be from Derrick Rose in the backcourt. And then Derrick Rose has injury problems. And now you're seeing that, uh, honestly, Jared Bayless is probably a better scorer in that in that point guard position than, than Tyus Jones, which is a, a chilling prospect right now. And so when you're looking at this team, and like I pointed out before that, that I... Uh, Charlotte game they are going to have teams like with Kemba Walker and with the Clippers you have Lou Williams you just look way ahead you've got teams like the Warriors Thompson Curry you're going to have teams who are going to really take it to your backcourt and before the defense was covered up a little bit because Derrick Rose was playing really well off the bench offensively and you can say whatever you want about Jeff Teague but he was still in the beginning, in the first few months of the season, he was leading the NBA in assists. He was still facilitating and playmaking. And Tyus Jones, Tyus Jones has never really been able to fully control the pace or fully control uh, moments in games. And he especially doesn't have it in him to really take over games and really take over scoring especially on the scoring end. And he does a bunch of things super well, and he's a great piece, but the deficiencies they have once you get past a couple of those point guard spots. And I get it. When he's the third point guard and you have two injuries, 
you're not supposed to be expecting him to give you the same kind of production as before the injuries. And you're not supposed to expect out of that position the same kind of production as before the injuries. At the same time, it really is a bummer that they're, as when you're looking at their depth chart, their point guard gunner now is Jared Bayless. I mean, it'd be awesome. And this is why I was surprised when they cut Nunley. Is Nunley seemed like the guy who you can have come off the bench, and at least in that backcourt, if Tyus Jones can't take over the score take over the scoring, at least you have that guy in the backcourt that can stretch the defense and shoot like five threes, shoot six, seven threes. And so now that you don't have that guy and now that you don't have a guy, because the the Timberwolves really do play really great basketball with two point guards out there. And now that you don't have that guy who can kind of be that combo point guard, shooting guard guy to play alongside your point guard who's running the offense right now, it really shows their deficiencies as far as scores in the backcourt, as far as maybe not the – and again, you don't want to have to plan for two consistent nagging injuries to your one and two point guards. But you also – I think little things like having Nunley not around or maybe maybe if you play – maybe if you play Jared Terrell more during some of these injury stretches, he could kind of turn into that type of player. It's just – there's little gaps and chinks like that that start to show up. And so I'm just it's a it's a problem that I think should be addressed this summer. And while it's definitely not the biggest problem that the Timberwolves have, it is something to look at. It's something that really has come to fruition. The other thing too is that Tyus Jones potentially a free agent this summer. I believe he has an option. Uh, but I I would not hate if they drafted a guard and tried to find somebody else like if you're moving on from guys and you're moving on and you're trying to move on from guys like Teague and guys like Derrick Rose doesn't come back I would it wouldn't be the worst I wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if Tyus Jones uh, was a guy I'm not saying I'm not saying I, I don't think they should bring him back or he's he's a guy who can't bring back if they brought him back that'd be fine if they didn't bring him back that wouldn't be the end of the world I he is not a priority he's not a priority he's more of like a, oh we got Tyus Jones that's that's nice I, I think that they should definitely be heavy in the market if you're looking at the draft if you're looking at free agency you should be in the market for point guards because I think if they brought in two or three new point guards, that would be okay. Because if you run super small around towns, that I, I think in a lot of situations that really works, and against a lot of teams that really works. And playing super small ball with him, and you can kind of—I I think that you could also. I mean, they also need a, maybe a couple wings, and there's just stuff that they can't get out of uh, in this off season. There's just stuff that I don't think is going—they're not going to get out of in this off season, but. I think that the number one thing right now is retooling the backcourt, specifically the point guard area. And options will probably open up and taking advantage of maybe some guys that you're finding free agency. But if they if they brought in three new guards, point guards, that would not be the worst thing. That would not be the worst thing. So that's something looking at the injury report and just really taking stock that you can see in this. And it's really coming to fruition over the last 
month, I would say, if you're watching this team. I think you probably already realize it. Or you should have, if I'm saying it, it should make sense to you when you're watching this team. So that's what I got for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. As always, make sure you're subscribing to the Lockdown Wolves Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. You are Locked On Timberwolves, your daily Minnesota Timberwolves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.